just take one little step, mm-hmm. one little step, one conversation. Mm-hmm. He's already planted that hunger in their hearts for his word. Hello and welcome to the Meet Me and Isaiah podcast. My name is Marnie Clark. I am your host and I am so excited to welcome Jackie Taylor to our podcast today. Jackie and I met through tennis and then later we're in Bible study together. She has been such an encouragement to me through this Meet Me and Isaiah project and she is going to share a story that is going to be so encouraging to all of you, especially if you have teenagers, but you are going to be encouraged no matter who you are. So here is Jackie. Well, hey, Jackie. So glad you're here. I'm so glad to be here. So glad to be here. Everyone's going to be so appreciative once they get to know you that I had you here. Jackie has been such an encouragement to me throughout all of this Meet Me and Isaiah journey. yeah, we were talking before we got started that God just has so many divine connections. And it's amazing how he just introduces us to people we need and, and just just the whole community, how he puts us together. And we first met with tennis and then Jackie invited me to a Bible study. And if you've heard, if you go back to my Why Isaiah, Why We Did Isaiah podcast, you'll hear that um, I was in a Bible study that's when I was introduced to the One for Israel videos. Well, that was Jackie who got Yay, me to that Bible Katie, study. I have and to give Katie credit. Katie Dunn. <laughs> Katie yes, needs she, to come on. Okay, yes, Katie, will you come on? Yes, she does. <laughs> but I do believe God gives us divine intersections in our life. And we were talking about that earlier. And, you know, I imagine God is up there with a map that looks kind of like the FAA map with all the planes in the sky. Yep. Um. And that's showing all those routes, and there were a lot more routes about 10 years ago probably than there are now, (laughs) unfortunately. But anyway, um, you know, I just think when we run into people or Mm -hmm. meet people, like I met you on the tennis court that day, I knew there was something different about you, okay? You too. And hopefully as believers, that's what people will see in us when they meet us, and they'll want to know more about why we're different, and that's because of Christ. But, But all this said, I do believe that God has purpose in every interaction we have and there are divine intersections that happen in our lives. And he used you in my life as well and used you in the life of my children. So we'll talk about that. Well, that's, that's just crazy since I've only met one of them. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Gosh, she's so precious. Thank you. Anyway, we'll talk about, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that after, but one of the things that was so encouraging that happened to me was, you know, when you first start something, it's just, it's kind of awkward because you're thinking, is this, is this like weird that I'm like running out with this Mm -hmm. meet me and Isaiah. And it's just, you need so much encouragement. And, Mm -hmm. and you called me and you were telling me what we're about to talk about. And it just, it completely, it changed my perspective in the sense that like what you were talking about earlier is like, God has all these connections. He's Mm -hmm. doing things we have no idea. And so, so take it away. (laughs) Well, so when you were in our Bible study, Uh uh-huh. For the, for the audience. Our Bible study also goes down to Brother Brian, which is a mission to get men who have had 
you know, fallen on rough times, rehabilitated and, and to introduce them to Christ first and foremost. But we go down there every now and then and we feed them lunch and pray over them and just fellowship with them. And Marnie showed up and I brought my daughter Elle with me that day. I think that's when yes, I met. that's when I met her. And um, Marnie came and opened her trunk as we were getting the food out. And she had all of her Meet Me in Isaiah gear because I think you have a marketing background. <laughs> and because God is so creative, he leads us in the gifts he gives us to share him with the world. Yeah. And so she was handing out ball caps that said Isaiah 53 and tank tops that said, meet me in Isaiah. And I remember feeling really awkward about it because I was uh, like, I feel like one of those guys, you know, like that opens up his coat and he has yeah. all the, <laughs> those watches <Yeah. laughs> that he's selling. Yeah. I'm like opening up my trunk. I got all this stuff over here. Yeah. Y'all come get some. Yeah. And it was free. It so was we free. Like, yeah, there was I, that. I thought that is the coolest. I was like, I'll take two tank tops and a ball cap. Are you sure you don't want me to pay you? But that's how I knew too. Okay, this is not some marketing scheme. I mean, clear. God has given her a dream in her heart. And when he gives us those, all we have to do is take one step to act on them. And that's what you did. Yeah. So if you fast forward past that, you know, took the gear, love it, have it on right now, uh, still wearing it, but fast forward. And I don't know, it might've been about uh, nine months, six months Mm -hmm. later. I'm of course, just seeing this you know, Isaiah 53 led me to start digging in more to Isaiah. Mm. And I ordered the Passion Translation of Isaiah, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it to anyone. It is really beautiful. Um, but God had just been kind of laying on me, you know, my, um, I have twins that were in high school at the time, as well as one five years younger who's in middle school now. My twins are now freshmen at Auburn. Um, But at the time, my daughter was really involved in church, at Church of the Highlands and going to motion. But my son had not gotten involved as much. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the time, he did not have a Bible study group. And so I'd been on him, kind of nagging him like a mom sometimes does. (laughs) And, And let me back up and say that God had been on me. God had been on me as a mom to um, encourage him mm-hmm. to, to get into his Bible study um, or to get into the Word. When he does that, you know, he provides a way for you to do so. So here comes more of the divine intersection and how he builds on it. But I was having a discussion with Jack, and I was like, Jack, you must either find a Bible study or start one of your own. And I said it quite flippantly. Thinking, you were not. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not going to start a Bible study of his own. He's not going to do that. Um, although Jack is the one who tries new things without fear. It, I mean, he's literally my jack of all trades. And I love that about him. Um, he even decided his senior year he was going to play football for the first time. And um, that is brave. Right. Because right? he goes to a big school or, yeah. d- or did. Well, still does. Yeah. 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 Um, so I love that about him. But, you know, as a mom, I'm like always white knuckling. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. what, what's he trying now? How's that going to go? Well, anyway, I um, told him flippantly, you know, start, start one here. And he said, okay, I will. Um, that's what I'm going to do. And I was thinking, yeah, he just wants me to get off his, off his back about yeah. this. And um, I said, okay, because God had been after me about my own procrastination. And, and so I, I said, look, 
if you don't go to another Bible study this week, because I, I know of a bunch that you could go to, right. then I want people here at our house this week. Because I was afraid, frankly, as a mom, I was afraid he was going to just put me off and say, I invited people, but they couldn't come. Right. You know? And then based on my own procrastination, I just thought that's what's going to happen. <sighs> so lo and behold, that Thursday, there were seven kids in our basement for Bible study. And I asked Jack, I was like, what are y'all going to study? You know, because I'm still trying to kind of control it, even though he was way too old for me to be having my hand in this. We and know, what, we all know how that is. Right, right. <laughs> so um, take off your little helicopter rudders. Oh, um, so hard. He, he said, we're going to study Isaiah. And I was like, oh, are you sure you want to do that? That's pretty, pretty deep. You know, I'm thinking maybe uh, start with yeah. one of the Gospels or start, you know, with Proverbs. But he, Isaiah's he tough. I mean, yeah. it's. Especially the first part. Yeah. There, I mean, lots of judgment and mm-hmm. lots of, you know, lots of things, too, just that where it takes place and who he's speaking to and understanding all of that, definitely. But um, I feel like God, you know, that's where God wanted them. And uh, so because I had just gotten the Passion Translation and was really into it, he, he grabbed it and he was like, I, I want us to use this. So we ordered a bunch of copies and, you know, as God often does, he used all of those different areas my jack-of-all-trade mm-hmm. had, had been into, okay? Mm-hmm. Whether it was things had been recently shut down because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so during that time, the only socialization that he could really get was, or one of the main ways he got to see his friends, was to go all the way to Chelsea. Okay, mm-hmm. we live like 45 minutes away from Chelsea. Yeah, that's a hike for me. <laughs> yeah. But they kids would gather there and play spike ball. So we started seeing kids from Chelsea coming. And then he pole vaulted for a couple of years, met some kids there. So we had a couple of kids come from Trustville. Okay, and, pole vaulting. Wow. Right, Sorry, I'm like I'm not, interrupting, but I'm like, wow. Exactly. He really isn't afraid to try anything. No, Football, no. pole I vaulting. Mean, you name it. Yeah. He. I mean, so fun slash nerve-wracking you know what I mean (laughs) um as a mom daredevilish is what I would say but anyway you know God used those different connections Mm -hmm. and then his senior year because he started playing football he starts bringing in kids from the football team which don't want to go on a tangent but you know after the pandemic after COVID all of the political discourse in our country and the division mm-hmm. it was such a beautiful unifying thing to see those kids coming in and studying the bible and trying to walk it out you mm-hmm. know in day-to-day life and i really think when god leads you to something especially when it comes to your kids uh-huh. he is going to provide a way for that, you to do it that is you know? such a good point even if it's just a little thing like holding them accountable to be in his word, you know, especially when they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. I think we have this, um, you know, we can sense the letting go beginning mm-hmm. and we need mm-hmm. to do that, but we're still, they're still under our care and we still yeah. need to encourage them. And even as they're in college, you know, there's a fine line between encouraging and nagging, but <laughs> pointing to God, you know, and when God yeah. leads us, um, he, he equips us and, um, in particular, I think I, I think I mentioned to you, you know, um, Isaiah 
50, start around verse 3. It says, was my arm too short to deliver you? Do I lack the strength to rescue you? By a mere rebuke, I dry up the sea. I turn rivers into a desert. Their fish rot for lack of water and die of thirst. I clothe the heavens with darkness and make sackcloth covering. That part just, you know, I love how God's like, your question, you know, I'm telling you to do this. Don't you think I can make it happen if you'll just take one little step? And then it goes on in verse four, the sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being instructed. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears. I've not been rebellious. I've not turned away. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting because the sovereign Lord helps me. I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who then will bring charges against me? Let us face each other. Who is my accuser? Let him confront me. It is the sovereign Lord who helps me. Who will condemn me? They will all wear out like a garment. The moss will eat them up. Mm. Talk about meeting Jesus and Isaiah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, because it sounds silly, but we want our kids to enjoy being with us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't want them to see us as a nag, mm-hmm. you know, um, but God, we, we do have evil in this world and enemy that he protects us from, but he also leads and guides us in raising our children. Mm-hmm. And um, if you fast forward to Isaiah 54, it says all your children will be taught by the Lord and great will be their peace and righteousness. You will be established. Tyranny will be far from you. You will have nothing to fear. Terror will be far removed. It will not come near you. If anyone does attack you, it will not be my doing. Whoever attacks you will surrender to you. See, it is I who created the blacksmith who fans the coals into flame and forges a weapon for its work. And it is I who have created the destroyer to wreak havoc. No weapon forged against you will prevail, and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. So, um, It's just so beautiful. I mean, timely promise, you know, because our kids, I think, sometimes are afraid to um, step out in faith, mm-hmm. but God is there. You know, he, he He says, you will have nothing to fear, and he says, all your children will be taught by the Lord, and great will be their peace. Isn't that what we all want for mm-hmm. our, as moms for our children? And yeah. I love that it says all. I have five kids in all. <laughs> um, when I married my husband, he had two boys that were in middle school, so I instantly became what I, I call myself their second mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm always joke that I raised them halfway, but I mean, each child has been so unique um, and so unique in their faith walk, just like we are, mm-hmm. but he's provided every step of the way with, with each of them. You know, I could tell you a story for each of them of when we had a kind of come to moment where we're, there was no solution for their problems, but God's word. Yeah. And what he has to say. And so just to see them now walking in faith is just amazing. And it just took 
you know, me kind of stepping out <laughs> and Isaiah, <laughs> I mean, wow. So encouraging. So encouraging. Yeah. So, so back to the, the study. So did mm-hmm. they, how far do they get in Isaiah? You know, they did not get to the end. They well, did it's not 66 get to chapters. End. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, it's been a couple of years, but I do believe they got to the big one. Isaiah 53, (laughs) right? Um, But they would, you know, some weeks, you know, I mentioned this to you earlier, when it first started, it was funny because there was probably a little more spike ball than there was scripture. Okay. (laughs) And that's like youth group too sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. But then, I mean, it was just so cool, you know, daughter who is Jack's twin. I have twins. I don't know if I mentioned that they were twins. Um, they're so, so precious. They are like a little old married couple in many ways, both in their bickering, but also in their loving, which is sweet. But, um, you know, L came up. I knew, I knew something was going on down there Uh by the power of the Holy Spirit. When L comes up, who has always been like at the time she was 16, 16 going on 40. Uh Okay. (laughs) Um, and she came up and she goes, mom, you just would not believe the study, you know, the study and the, what we just covered and how people shared and, you know, I can't remember the detail now and that's not important, but um, just to see God multiplying like he does our efforts, you know, just his word. Yeah. I mean, and that's yeah. what's so encouraging. And that's mm-hmm. what I go back to every time I get like, oh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's like if you point people to God's word. It's such a relief because it's like, it's up to him. That's right. To make it happen. And he totally did. And he does. And he still does. Yes. And he still does. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. Isaiah 40. Okay. There's a verse with that, but I'll be looking at that while we keep talking. (laughs) Okay. Um, Here it is. Yeah. There it is. Isaiah 40, verse mm-hmm. 8. The grass withers, the flower fades, mm. but the word of our God stands forever. And then Isaiah 55. I love this because mm. every time I'm like, okay, so I said all of this or I said this to my daughter or, you know, as parents, we're going, did this go in one ear and out the other? You just mm-hmm. never know. But let's see. Isaiah 55, verse 10. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and make it bare and sprout and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Mm. And that's just like, as a parent, it's like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. It's gonna be, and what a relief because I certainly don't have all the answers, you know. But I love how you said because I feel like we can go from one extreme to the other as parents, like because you said you know we don't want to be the nag, Mm -hmm. and it's like okay, well they're growing up. I kind of did all I could. Mm -hmm. But we're there. We're there. Like that's right for a reason. Yeah. Well, and I even th- you've got two who've gone off to college. So how yeah. has this changed? So I'm kind of just selfishly getting this information for myself because I know yeah. I've got a couple more years. <laughs> right. So do you see that it's evolved like yes. as far as 
your relationship encouragement? Yes. I mean, I will say, uh, definitely it's evolved. And now I feel like God, because his promises are true mm-hmm. and he, he's faithful when we take even the tiniest little step mm-hmm. and he shows his faithfulness and your mind is blown mm-hmm. by what he's doing, mm-hmm. it, it allows me to be a little more bold with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not as hesitant as I was. And even with Harry, I think I mentioned to you, I'm back there again, you know, yeah. we're, we're trying to kind of figure out where, you know, where's, where's he going to get into the word? And is it going to be with friends? Is it going to be with his basketball team? Is it going to mm-hmm. be, I mean, of course we, we go to a wonderful church that has lots of opportunities, um, but it just helps me to be a little more bold with them. But then I'm also seeing the fruits with them in school, you know, yeah, getting into church, getting into prayer groups, the revival that we're seeing Amazing. Oh my gosh, around the country. I mean, how can we not talk about that when we talk about oh, what God did with yes. that Bible study with your son? Because it's yeah. like, he just shows up. Oh, he does. If we just look for him. He, he says, if you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you. You know, he's not hiding from us. Yeah. Even though sometimes I think we feel like he is, but it's because we're not looking for him mm-hmm. in everything. But even Elle called me um, two days ago. She woke up and was walking to her class in Haley Center and the concourse was covered with scripture on her way to class. Oh, that's so cool. So people yeah. are writing scripture on yeah. the like on, on the, the concourse, on the... which is like, it's like the main sidewalk that runs through the middle oh, of the okay. campus at Auburn. Okay. You almost can't go to class in Auburn without walking. What a great across idea. the concourse. I know. Who knows who put it there? Yeah. She talked to her the other day and she was headed to a prayer meeting in Neville Arena, you know, wow. and saw the basketball coach there and a bunch, you know, so tell me, so there are things going on. Do you feel like this is like a, a spark from what happened with I, Asbury? I, some of it, some of it, apparently she didn't know about it, but that prayer meeting uh-huh. on Fridays in Neville arena has been going on for some time now. Okay. But, um, you know, to, for her to walk in there and say, oh, Bruce Pearl was there. That's <laughs> so pretty cool. awesome. Who yeah. I believe, you know, I don't know if you know this about him, but he just took, the basketball team to Israel last oh, summer nice. and many okay. of them were baptized wow. while there. I mean, so beautiful. I'm going to have to read up on that. Yeah. That sounds yeah, I like that I would, would really be, love to, oh, to read about. Definitely. But, um, Jack and Elle involved at church at Auburn community church, but there's so many, so many wonderful churches there. Mm-hmm. And of course, I, I don't know. I just, I do believe we're seeing the seats of revival. I do. I do too. It's so exciting. And you know, it always starts with the young. Yeah. So, you know, there's another verse yes. in Isaiah that I opened to. Um, Isaiah 58, 11, the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of secrets with dwellings. Mm. I mean, to me, that's just a beautiful picture of revival. That is a beautiful picture, especially Um, when we look at what, what that generation has been through. Oh my gosh. 
gosh. With yes. COVID and quarantine mm-hmm. and just how God is just showing up. And, mm-hmm. and I have, I, I read somewhere and it made so much sense to me that this generation, they're just brought to their knees because they have so much anxiety. Mm-hmm from what they've lived through. Yeah. They don't have what we had, which every, so when I was that age, I grew up in a Christian home and was just always surrounded mm-hmm. by such things. But it was like, people talk about Jesus coming back and it's like, no, can't come back yet. I've yeah. got to get married. I've got to do mm-hmm. this. I've got to do that. I want to do all these things before he comes back. But, but I, it was a different world. And mm-hmm. so my mind was not set on eternity, but I'm hearing with my daughter, it's like, I can't wait for him to come back. Wow. You know, and I, and I hear her Mm -hmm. friends say that I can't wait for Mm -hmm. him to come back. It's going to be awesome Mm -hmm. because they have lived through such uncertainty that they're Mm -hmm. like, I want him to be ruler of the earth. I want him to come back. Um, They, they have, they've, they've lived through such great prosperity, which is not something that I know I I had growing up, um, mm-hmm. there there was more scarcity. You know what's mm-hmm. what's become apparent to me in the last few years too is we grew up in you know the seventies, mm-hmm. right? Are you was were you seventy? I was born seventy seven. Oh, whoo, you little baby. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, thank you. So I was born in nineteen seventy, and okay. I well, you're my not, sister's age. Yeah. So I didn't realize in hindsight. We were growing up in a time of revival in our country, you know, and there's a movie yeah. coming out about that this weekend. The oh, I want to go see Revelation. that. Me I want to go see that. But I did not realize, you know, until recently. So when we were growing up in the 70s, we were growing up in a time of revival. Mm-hmm. And so we were hearing about, like you said, we were hearing, you could kind of understand that you were growing up in a community of faith, even if you didn't know someone personally, it was just mm-hmm. kind of a given. That's just, it felt like everybody was. Yeah. And it's not like that anymore. And then you pile on top of that social media and mm-hmm. then you, the things of the recent years, plus the prosperity, frankly, mm-hmm. you know, not having to want for anything. There's, there's something to there's be said. There's an emptiness that comes yes. from that. Yeah. Yes. And there's something to be said for not having it all. Yeah. <laughs> Just hand it to you. Yeah. Um, so I think when you put all of that together, this generation sees there, wait, there's more, mm-hmm. you know, there's more. And I do believe there's a hunger for what God has to offer and for Christ. Um, so, and he, he's moving. Clearly, he is, he is moving. Well, I'm so excited and I'm, I'm going to stay, I'm going to keep up with these Auburn updates too. Yes. And, and I know it's happening at Sanford. I know Lee University. I mean, I'm sure things are going on at Alabama that I don't know about. Roll Tide for all you people out there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been Auburn I fan. know. I was like, it I don't think I've ever heard you say, say that. that. That I, was very kind. I was taught that that was a bad word as a child, and I believed it. Oh, that's, that's so how funny. far I've come. <laughs> wow. But anyway. Reaching across the aisle. Yes, yes. I, I know there's, there's good things going on everywhere with this generation, and I just pray that it continues. So just wrapping up, it's mm-hmm. like... I love that you started out with the sovereign Lord. Mm-hmm. Is this, it's kind of like, 
do you really know who I am? Mm-hmm. He, going back to who is God? He is the one who is sovereign Lord. He's sovereign mm-hmm. over our children. Mm-hmm. And when he's telling us something, when he was urging you, when you felt like you were nagging, because like, you're such a cool mom. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe is that part of everyone wanted to hang out at your house because you're a cool so. mom. I don't know. I don't know about that, but we do have lots of food. I like to feed people. So I will tell that I will say if if there's a mom listening to this, it never hurts to have Chick-fil-A. Just saying that was definitely a plus. Bible and Chick-fil-A. Yep. Yep. That does not hurt. Yep. I mean, I'm just looking again. I just have a little another underlying scripture. I mean, he's sovereign and the very first verse in Isaiah 59, surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. Hmm. So know who he is and know he is leading you. I know you've covered this in another podcast, but he gently guides those with young. Uh, I mean, yes. when he urges you, just take one little step, mm-hmm. one little step, one conversation. Mm-hmm. Because they, he's already planted that hunger in their hearts for his word. They just sometimes need to be guided just a little. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you have an encouraging story you want to share with me from the book of Isaiah, contact me at info at meetmeinisaiah.com.